0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: So where do we even start with Joe Biden's uh, speech yesterday? It was, um, so I'm sitting there, I'm watching this, right? And um, Guy comes down from the studio and we're talking and I'm watching this thing live and I looked at him and I said, we need a BS counter, like an official formal BS counter. So Gee worked hard on this yesterday, was kind enough to put together a Joe Biden BS counter. What was it? Up to 11? Was it 11, B- 11 ticks on the BS counter? We got that for you today. Uh, I'm going to debunk every one of the nonsensical uh, pieces of garbage that emanated from his soup cooler yesterday, piece by piece. It's, and I said last night on Hannity, it's either that Joe Biden's really dopey and doesn't know anything, or he's just an unrepentant liar. Hannity suggested there's an option C. He's cognitively impaired. I said you could be correct on that, too. Or maybe he's just all three. Hey, show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Don't let big tech track what you do online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. It is Friday, so I want to welcome in early producer Joe Armacost and in your worst, of course, 1960s game show voice, Joe, reminding us of the halcyon days of the great radio hosts of the past. Please remind us it's Friday. (laughs)
0: it's Friday. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody's very excited because Friday it's, is of course yes. the last show that we've. we're no different than you guys. I love no. my show. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but trust me when I tell you Joe Gee, and Paula can vouch for me. This shows a lot of work. I love doing it. That's why I never take days off because I love being here, but I like a couple days off on the weekend too. All right, let's get to it. Today's show brought to you, as I said, by ExpressVPN. Hey, all you need to do to surf the internet privately is turn on incognito mode in your browser, right? <laughs> no way. Doesn't matter what browser mode you use or how often you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider, the ISP, they can see every single website you've ever visited. And they can even sell your data to advertisers. No good. That's why I use, Gee uses, Joe uses ExpressVPN. Keeps our online data uh, secure and private. ExpressVPN makes sure your ISP and third-party trackers can't see your online activity and location. How does it do it? By rerouting your connection through a secure encrypted server. In fact, ExpressVPN protects all of your data regardless of whether you're using Cognito mode or not. ExpressVPN is you covered with easy-to-use apps for computers and mobile devices so you can use the internet in confidence. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is the fastest, most trusted VPN in the market. They're rated number one by CNET and Wired Magazine. So protect your online activity today with the VPN we all trust here to keep our online activity private. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. You'll get an extra three months free on a one-year package. It's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. Hey. All right, they are just a reminder. I will be filling in for Jesse Waters. Uh, Jesse, as a wife, had a had, a, had a, a baby, Emma. So Jesse Bailey Waters. I will be in Saturday, eight p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time. Don't miss it. It's the first time I've kind of written a monologue in conjunction with the some of the copywriters there. So there's some stuff happening, and you may want to watch tomorrow's show. You'll get maybe a little fever flavor for some fever for the flavor of some stuff I'm trying to be cryptic maybe it's not working too well you get the point all right let's get through oh uh, by the way uh rest uh peacefully with the lord prince philip died at 99 years old uh i found that out obviously earlier this morning but 99 god bless uh god rest your soul uh, i'm serious i wonder what's gonna happen with this harry and megan now now that they decided to give that dreadful interview to Oprah. Are they going to show up at the funeral? That's going to be really awkward. All right, let's get right to Joe Biden's dreadful speech yesterday. So Guy was kind enough to put together a BS counter. So let's get right to it. Joe Biden in the Rose Garden giving a dreadful, outrageous, lying speech about everything wrong with the Democrat Party and guns. Guy did a BS counter. You can see it at rumble.com slash Bongino. You can listen to it here as the BS counter ding, ding, dings each time. Check this out.
0: Come on, man. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. they are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater, we call it freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. We want to treat pistols modified with stabilizing braces with the seriousness they deserve. A stabilizing brace hook and a pencil essentially makes that pistol a hell of a lot more accurate and a mini rifle. As a result, it's more lethal effectively turn it into a short-barreled rifle. <laughs> most people don't know it. You walk into a store and you buy a gun, you have a background check. But you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want, and no background check. But well, most people don't realize the only industry in America, a billion-dollar industry, that can't be sued, has exempt from being sued, Or gun
1: manufacturers. (laughs) Very well. Very well. We're going to go through that one by one. Um, I don't have enough time, unfortunately, in my hour-long program to debunk every single word emanating from his soup cooler because we were all lies. So I'm going to just focus on the big lies. I'm sorry I have to let the little lies go, but I'm going to focus on the big ones. Um, because really nothing he said was true. First, a bit of a kind of comedic note yesterday, unintentional comedy from Joe Biden. Joe Biden is nominating David Chipman as the head of the American Federation of Teachers. It was weird that he said that in a, in
0: a speech in the Rose Garden
1: about guns and the ATF. Here, check this out if you don't believe me.
0: I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as the director of the AFT. David knows the AFT well.
1: Dude, come on. You don't have a mutley for us there? That'd be <laughs> oh, quicker on oh, the switch with the mutley. Here we go, bro. There was, there, was, <laughs> there was ever a time for at least a single mutley. So uh, David Shipman will be nominated <laughs> as head of the American Federation of Teachers. That's, that's, he said it twice, so clearly he wasn't kidding. Again, going back to my theory of Joe Biden, um, he's either dopey, a liar, or as uh, Sean threw in last night, significantly impaired. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Of course, he was trying to say the ATF, Uh, But, you know, alcohol, tobacco and firearms. Joe Biden can't just seem to ever give a speech without a major catastrophic level one screw up. But moving on to the serious stuff, here is Joe Biden on the mythical gun show loophole. No one seems to be able to find in the law anywhere but Joe Biden and liberal Democrats. So again, the fact that the gun show loophole doesn't exist does not prevent
0: Democrats from lying to really stupid people who believe it. Here's Joe Biden yesterday. Most people don't know. You walk into a store and you buy a gun, you have a background check. But you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want, and no background check.
1: I, 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 I'm running out of ways to debunk this. I, I don't know any other way to tell you this. Liberals, listen, I'm asking you, listen, I get it. I get it. You hate the right to self protection, you can't stand firearms. You want to kneel before others like 60 Minutes guy from yesterday's show. I get it. I get it. You want to beg for your life. You don't want to be able to defend yourself against criminals. I I totally under you think criminals obey (laughs) obey gun laws, which is hilarious in its stupidity. Having been on the streets, I've never arrested a guy during my time as a federal agent or a police officer or woman who had a gun legally. Uh, Never. That's 15 years of law enforcement experience. But yes, liberals, you know better than me. Yeah, absolutely. All your street experience, I'm sure. There is no gun show loophole. It doesn't exist. Now they keep saying gun show loophole because they're they what they want, Joe Biden and his liberal totalitarian communist buddies. They want universal background checks, background checks for every single transaction of a firearm. Why? I again, I don't like to repeat shows, but it's important you understand why the Democrats are pushing for this. Criminals don't get background checks. The verdict, I gotta be careful, the gavel's busted up. Verdict is in. Only idiots believe that. I'm sorry. Criminals buy Saturday night specials off the streets, typically through straw purchases that were done legally, and then they buy the guns illegally from them, which is against the law now. Everybody get that? There's no background yeah. check. So why would, you get it, because you have you have a functioning neuron. But liberals yeah. don't understand this. Criminals don't care about background checks, not now, not tomorrow, not yesterday, not ever, not back to the future, back to the future too. no Biff, no uh, uh, Alex P. Keaton. No, but they don't care. So if smart liberals and there are a few of them, not morally good, but they're smart, they know what they're doing. So if smart liberals, tactically smart, are pushing for universal background checks and they know criminals will never go through a background check for a gun because then they couldn't get a gun, why would liberals want universal background checks? Think it through. And using the mythical, made-up, fictitious gun show loophole has been debunked a thousand times to push for universal background checks. Think it through. My regular listeners already know the answer. So let me not waste any more of your time because they want a list. Totalitarians love lists. Lists of dissenters. Lists of gun owners, lists of people who don't dare kneel and genuflect before the regime. They love lists. Why do they like lists? Because they got to know who to track down when their totalitarian plans don't go so well. Oh, that's right. Liberals have always wanted a list of everybody who owns a gun in the United States so they can come and take it. But they will never have a comprehensive list. If a background check is not done for every transaction involving a gun, think it through. If you were allowed to sell a firearm to your friend, give a firearm as long as they're not a prohibited. It is against the law right now to sell a firearm to someone prohibited from possessing. Everybody understand that fact. If you want to give your firearm to your son, your daughter, your cousin, you're getting older, you want to transfer it to a family member. You don't need to do a background check under some circumstances. Liberals know that would screw up the list because then when they show up to take your guns, you could say what? Think about it. Think about it. You say, oh, no, I got rid of it. I gave it to a family member. It's all legal. They don't want any of that. They have to know everything about everyone all the time, even though they know Universal background checks will do nothing to stop criminals from getting guns because they don't do background checks. Because then they couldn't get guns under current law. They're pushing for it anyway because they want a comprehensive list of everybody they can go to. Because then when they go to you and you say, "I don't have the gun. I gave it to my son or my daughter," ah, we don't have a record of the background check. Hands behind your back, sir. Bracelets on. And I'm not talking about David Yerman bracelets. I'm talking about Smith and Wesson type bracelets. You know, the handcuff type. Makes sense. Liberals, you have to, uh, gosh, the one reason I got into this show is because liberals always lie. Their entire life is a lie. Nothing they tell you about what they're planning to do is actually what they're planning to do. They don't want background checks to stop gun violence. They want background checks to put you on a list. So when you're on the list, they can come and take your gun. Now, you're still under the mistaken belief because you're a liberal and your whole life is a lie. You live in a vacuum of stupidity. Yes, there's a gun show loophole. Well, here's a great article, National Review by Charles Cook. It will be in our newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. If Paul is, you're listening to today's show, by the way, we really should put that entire 60 Minutes interview from yesterday in the newsletter. I got a ton of people wanted to see the whole thing. So maybe I'll put the link in there. Guy, do you have it? You have it from yesterday, right? All right, we'll put that in bongino.com slash newsletter is how you follow the newsletter. Subscribe, it's free. This article will be in there today. Charles Cook, Joe Biden lied about gun shows. Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's easy to say, but what's the truth? Here are the real rules about background checks. Hint, they have nothing to do with gun shows. There is no gun show loophole. Here are the rules about transfers of firearms. Number one, commercial transfers of firearms require federal background checks. Okay? You're going to buy a firearm from a firearm dealer, you have to go through a background check. Got it, Libs? I know facts are tough. Two private transfers. It's father to son, son to brother, whatever it may be. Private transfers only require federal background checks if they're conducted within one of the 13 states that superintend non commercial firearms transactions. There are no special rules. For gun shows. So, why would Joe Biden bring up the mythical gun show loophole that nobody can seem to find? Because Joe Biden's either dopey or he's a liar. That's why. And he knows he will have a healthy cornucopia of dopey liberals eager to spout his nonsense and a whole bunch of media people who won't call him out on the lie. There's no gun show loophole. Those rules I just told you. Commercial transactions, have to get a background check. Private, if you're not within those 13 states, you don't. Those rules apply everywhere. It doesn't matter if you're at a gun show or not at a gun show. Okay. So first we had David Chipman heading up the uh, American Federation of Teachers. Weird. Someone should tell that Randy Weingarten or whatever. Then we had the mythical gun show loophole. Facts do matter. That's BS. Let's go to the third one. Joe Biden, again, either really stupid. I'm sorry, folks. I know some of you are, oh, gosh, Dan, that's so harsh. I I, 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 It is harsh. They're talking about taking away our right to defend ourselves and attacking our Second Amendment rights. And we're supposed to be cutesy. Cutesy time is over. I'm not doing cutesy time anymore. The guy's an idiot or he's a liar. Here's another one. He again brings up the entirely discredited, ridiculous analogy of the First Amendment restriction using the fire in a movie theater thing. Just play it, and I'll explain it in a way. Because this is just only, again, only dunces repeat this. Check this out.
0: No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call it freedom of speech.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, folks. Number one, I'll, I will thoroughly discredit the fire in the movie theater thing. Please stop saying it. Even conservatives say this. It is not true. The analogy you can't yell fire in a movie theater as a way to describe restrictions on constitutional rights. It's not law. It was never law. And people who are talking about it are basing it on a quote from a Supreme Court case that's been overturned for 40 years. Four zero. There is no fire in a crowded movie theater restriction. Please stop saying it. I'll get to it in a second using a left-leaning article, but to show you how dumb this is, what Joe Biden just said, even though the fire in a crowded theater quote is completely wrong, even if it were right, it's not. But even if it were, it's still a really, really stupid analogy. So you're suggesting to be clear that people have a First Amendment right to free speech, but if you get up in a crowded movie theater and you scream fire, that then you can be prosecuted and therefore you're not allowed to speak freely. That's not a correct analogy. But even if it were, think about it. But that's not what's happening with restrictions on the Second Amendment. I think this through. Gee, think it through. Joe, think it through. If I don't explain this well, stop. This is important. Yeah. Will do. Even this stupid analogy is wrong. Because nobody asks you as you're walking into the movie theater if you're planning to, say, fire in a movie theater. There's only a penalty afterwards if you do it. But that's not what Biden's suggesting for firearms. He's suggesting your right, which shall not be infringed in the Constitution, that you should be questioned before you even go in the movie theater and not allowed in unless you meet certain criteria because you may say fire in a movie theater. He's suggesting you can't buy a pistol with an arm brace on it. You're not even allowed in a movie theater because they may be dangerous. And some criminals may use it in a crime. Just like some criminal may say fire in a crowded theater. Even that analogy is stupid. Because it doesn't work. No one stops you from going in the movie theater. Even the dumb analogy isn't even what he's proposing, but that's how dopey this guy is. Makes sense. Thank you. you. I, I can't explain this to people enough. They don't stop you from going into the movie theater. You should be able to purchase a firearm to defend yourself. Go into the theater And then if you do something criminal in the theater, just like if you do something criminal with a gun, you're prosecuted. That's how rights work. They're your rights until you violate someone else's. Not hard. Not hard to figure out. But it's time to stop using this stupid quote about fire in a crowded movie theater because it's not even accurate. I intentionally picked an article written by a left-leaning magazine They didn't write this recently because if you know, now that now watch the left will defend fire in a crowded movie theater again. This is the Atlantic. I put this up in the newsletter today and I encourage you to read it because it's a pretty good article. It's by a Trevor Tim. Headline. It's time to stop using the fire in a crowded theater quote. Oliver Wendell Holmes made the analogy during a controversial Supreme Court case that was overturned more than 40 years ago. Folks, fire in a movie theater is not accurate. Biden knows it's not accurate. He's lying to you. It was never the law. It's not the law. And when it was even perceived to be the law, which it wasn't, it was overturned. From the Atlantic piece, in case you think I'm just making this stuff up. But those who quote Oliver Wendell Holmes might want to actually read the case where the phrase originated. Great idea, folks, before using it as their main defense. If they did, they'd realize it was never binding law. And the underlying case, U.S. versus Schenck, is not only one of the most odious free speech decisions in the court's history, but it was overturned over 40 years ago. (laughs) There's, There's no fire in a movie theater section. If I love my audience to death, you all are the best, but I'm sorry. If I hear you say fire in a movie theater anywhere, I'm coming to your house to set you straight. I don't know where you live, of course. But there you go. I can say was that now. I said that for a reason. Why? Dan, that sounds like violence. You could be prosecuted under free speech. Er, Wrong. Part two of the Atlantic piece. That doesn't even count. You like that? Here's the real restriction on the First Amendment. Brandenburg. In 1969, the Supreme Court's decision in Brandenburg versus Ohio overturned Schenck and any authority the case still carried. There the court held that. Now, this is where you could get into trouble with your free speech rights. The court held that inflammatory speech and even speech advocating violence by members of the Ku Klux Klan is protected under the First Amendment. Everyone, everyone copying? Mm. The actual standards, even speech advocating violence is protected under the First Amendment unless, unless, here's the key phrase, throw fire in a movie theater out, the speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. There is no fire in a movie theater provision, folks. The Brandenburg Standard which is still in effect, speech has to incite imminent lawful action. In other words, hey, you see Joe on the street? I'm walking with you. I say, hey, buddy, you go kick Joe's butt right now, imminently, and you go and do it. Then you could probably get yourself in some trouble. Can we please stop with the fire in the moon? Joe Biden won't stop because he's a liar or he's dopey. I got to believe he knows about Brandenburg. Even Biden's not that stupid, but he just says it because people and liberals are like fire in a movie theater. You'll hear him say it because they're just idiots. I don't know how else to tell you. They don't know anything like do some homework once in a blue moon. All right. I got another one coming up here right after this. Summer. I got to get to my second sponsor. But Biden again, pumping the myth that the assault weapons ban he worked on actually did something. <laughs> Okay, sure. You sure about that? Get rid of that one too. Today's show also brought to you by Start Mail, Hey, free email services like Gmail and Yahoo aren't really free. You pay with your privacy. Do you know that? And since those companies have access to every email you send and receive, big tech can sell your data to the highest bidder. You know I hate that. They will target you with intrusive ads and put you at risk of phishing attacks. That's why I trust, and you should trust, Start Mail to secure your email. It makes me feel safe and my family too. Startmail keeps my email private, period. Every email is encrypted, even if the recipient doesn't use encryption. That means these big tech guys and ladies there can't read, scan, analyze, or sell your personal information or mine ever. Not even Big Brother can snoop around your email. With Startmail, you know what deleted means? It means deleted, like gone, forever. And Startmail uses their own servers, which means they can't be put out of business is backed by the most stringent privacy laws in the world. You get unlimited anonymous aliases. This feature protects your main email address from spam and phishing attacks. So when you're giving your email to a company but want to protect your identity, Startmail can generate a shareable alias email so people can't sell your info. That can be deleted at any time. Folks, I'm sorry we have to have this conversation. I really am, but we are in a very perilous data intrusion environment. And if you're not using uh, companies like Startmail, you you are the victim. You're when something's free, you know what's not free—the uh, product they're selling you. There's nothing free; they're selling you. I don't trust big tech, neither should you. Start securing your email privacy with Start Mail. Sign up today; you'll get fifty percent off your first year. Go to startmail.com/bongino. That's Start Mail with a T. Startmail.com/bongino for fifty percent off your first year. Startmail.com/bongino. Don't waste another day. Okay, back to the show here. So uh, the myth-making didn't stop yesterday. Again, we're just focusing on the big ones. This is the last one because it could go on all day. I mean, Biden said so little that was true yesterday. It's hard to kind of nail it down. What are we going to focus on today? How many uh, uh, Biden BS points? We hit 11 in the first one. Here's another big one uh, that I'm getting tired of hearing. Here's uh, Joe Biden pumping the myth again that the Clinton assault weapons ban that existed between 94 and 2004,
0: uh, pumping the myth again that this thing actually did anything and worked. Check it out. I know this has been a hobby horse of mine for a long time. Got it done once. We should also ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines in this country. For that 10 years we had it done, the number of mass shootings actually went down. Okay,
1: folks, there's no evidence at all that that's true. None. The Department of Justice has already analyzed this. I've showed this to you five or six different times. I'm really sorry to have to beat this up, this hobby horse, whatever, you know, whatever he's talking about there. This is not true. They are talking about something very serious, confiscating and taking away firearms you own, pistols with, with, uh, with arm braces on them, rifles, magazines that, that uh, carry more than a standard capacity. They're talking about taking these things from you as if you owe them an explanation why you might want them. You don't owe them anything. And they're using these failed, debunked, nonsense talking points. The assault weapons ban didn't do anything. Here's a piece just written this week. Wall Street Journal. Again, be in the newsletter today. Mangino.com slash newsletter. America's failed attempt to ban assault weapons. As President Biden calls for new gun laws in the wake of mass shootings, the federal ban passed in 1994 offers a reminder of how difficult it is to craft an effective prohibition. I'll get to the screenshot from this piece in a minute. But I want to make two points about the assault weapons ban Joe Biden's telling you worked. There's no evidence it worked, number one, no measurable effects. And number two, there are more guns after the assault weapons ban than before. So if there's an assault weapons ban that didn't ban assault weapons and there's no evidence it worked, why would you do it again? Because again, these liberals don't actually believe it works. They just want you defenseless and on a list so that you have to rely on suckling on the government teat for everything, including your protection. What better way to get people surgically attached to the rump of government than to have to, to force them to have to rely on the government for their healthcare and their public safety. What better way to destroy individualism than to not allow you to individually defend yourself or to stay alive by seeking healthcare without going through a government entity first? Now, do you see why gun confiscation and government-run healthcare have been the gold and silver for the uh, for the libs for decades now? It's to attach you to government so you have no way out. You want to stay alive? You better suckle on the teeth. I'm not. I'm not kneeling before anyone. I told you that yesterday. I'll protect myself. Thank you very much. So Biden's claiming the assault weapons ban was a real great success. Really? Because a 2004 report from the Justice Department found that the ban's, quote, effects on gun violence are likely to be small at best and perhaps too small for reliable measurement. In other words, they can't find any evidence it worked. The year Congress let the ban lapse without much debate, since then, sales of weapons prohibited under the ban have soared, spurred by periodic calls to ban them in the past years by fears over the pandemic and rioting. Before the 1994 ban, Americans owned 400,000 AR-15s, according to government estimates. Today, there are approximately 20 million AR-15-style rifles or similar in private hands. Just like I said during yesterday's show when I was debating our Australian friend from 60 Minutes. If you missed yesterday's show, don't miss it. Tune in, go watch it. These people claiming that these gun confiscations and assault weapons bans work never take into the account there are actually more firearms now. So if you're saying they work and you're simultaneously saying that, but there's more now, so the ban wasn't really a ban, then how did the ban work? It didn't work. You're just making it up. There's no evidence this thing did anything. You are just making it up. I'm very sorry you can't do facts and data and logic, but I can and we will. All right, moving on, shifting gears here. So yesterday I was thinking of some topics for the show and I saw these two articles, they pop back to back and sometimes something just clicks in my head. Ding, like a bell goes off, like the, unlike the Biden BS counter. But the bell sounds the same when it exists in my melon here. I thought, isn't this obvious now that we're living in this two-tiered society? You know, the whole essence of being in a constitutional republic is that everybody has the same individual rights, right? That's the whole idea of a bill of rights. The bill of rights, big R, God-given rights, means everybody has access to these same opportunities. What you do with them is up to you. But everyone has access in a free society to the same opportunity in the end. No one will be prevented by government from succeeding unless you violate the rights of others. But if you asked yourself lately, is that really the society we live in now? A one-tiered society? Or are there two tiers where it's celebrated and recommended to discriminate against one group of people. Oh, Dan, are you going leftist on us? Wait, hold it, hold it. This is not the angle you think, where it's okay to discriminate against one group of people, and yet you have another group of people that not only are not discriminated against, but get special sets of rules. So as we're going through this, I want you to keep this in your head. Are we living in a two-tiered society? Let's produce the stories that made me, that made the bell go off in my head. Here's number one, Washington Examiner, Paul Bedard, woke hiring, endorsing Trump as a top reason for job rejection. This is a real story in the newsletter. Apparently, upwards of 20 to 30 percent of HR hiring managers, whatever they may be in these companies, if they see on your social media account that you support Donald Trump, will use it as a reason to reject you for a job. That doesn't sound like a free, open, fair, and honest society that respects big R God-given rights where access is equal for everyone because if 30% of companies are admitting to that, that means there's probably another 30% that aren't, meaning probably close to 60% of HR people out there are looking at your social media. And if you are a Republican who supports Donald Trump, you don't have the same access. We would call that discrimination in a sane world, but if you're a leftist, you call it party time. You think this is great. Screw those Trump uh, supporters. We don't need them, reporters. Freudian slip there, because reporters probably say the same thing. So if you're a Trump supporter, you probably won't get a job if you've actually posted about it and dared in a free country to express your political beliefs in a public forum. God forbid we did that. But if you enter the country illegally, totally disregard our laws, give the double-barrel middle finger, to our immigration process and say, I'm just going to do my process, which means no process, and just come on in the country and make my own rules. You get to fly around the country and you don't even need an ID. Check out this story. Washington Examiner. Energy, energy or telly. TSA is now allowing illegal immigrants to fly without proper documents. (laughs) What a deal, huh? I have to go through that global entry system. Keep in mind, I was a background check polygraph tested secret service agent. My fingerprints are probably in uh, 5,000 different places, right? I had to go for global entry and for TSA pre-check through the whole process, just like everyone else. No special bennies for me, right? Even though I protected a few presidents, been background checked and polygraphed and had a top secret SCI clearance. None of that mattered. I had to go through the same process. But if you're an illegal immigrant in the country, we have no idea who you are. You have no documents or anything. You get on a plane, no problem. Good job, fellas. Good job. The country's fair and square. Equal access for everyone, right? If that story doesn't piss you off, can we say that? Sorry. I guess we can. If the, Joe, you're in the radio. Is, is yeah, piss man. you off illegal? Yeah, okay, piss good, you sorry. off is cool. You're good. Okay, piss you off is cool. Thank you. <laughs> Joe said piss you off is okay. <laughs> sorry. I know. I'm sorry. It is. I try to keep it family friendly. I'm sorry. Once in a while, I slip three times. Reminds me of that segment in uh, Private Parts with Howard Stern, the FCC segment, <laughs> if you uh, remember that. I, we yeah. will not be repeating that one. But no. that, that's a lot worse than what just, but that's what that just reminded me of when you just did that. But this does, this is upsetting. This is not an equal society and not in the way liberals want you to believe. Trump supporters, no jobs for you. Illegal immigrants, don't worry. Not only we got jobs, we got government bennies, and you don't even need an ID. Let's put them in the pre-check line. Screw the people who went through the background check for pre-check. Just give them a free pass. Matter of fact, I got an idea. We should have a third line. Regular check-in, TSA pre-check, and illegal immigrant. There's no security at all. You just walk on. You're like, hey, buddy. I mean, the TSA guy goes, good to see you, pal. You walk right on in. You walk in here. You got to go here. What do we got? We need some prostitutes. Here we go. You get, your, you get your glasses, you digitize You just walk in. Hey, I'm not even in the country legally. TSA guy's like, don't worry, man. Have a nice day. And he tips his glasses. Next to my cat turd mug. We love cat turd. A man cat turd. His mug. I got to get to wear the shirt one day, too. I, keep, I know. I just love my Bravo guys. What do you think? Three lines, Joe? Sounds fair, right? Regular check-in. He's nodding his head. TSA pre-check. Illegal immigrant line. You don't know security. Just walk right in. Don't you worry. It's only fair, folks. It's the United States. Free country and all, right? Equal opportunity for all. Here's another one. You know, again, keep in mind the question we're asking. Are we living in a two-tiered society? Here's the president of the United States backing a boycott. Strongly supporting a boycott of a a majority black city in the United States of America because he doesn't like their laws. Fox News, Joseph Wilson. Biden says he'd strongly support Major League Baseball moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta over the Georgia election law. Sorry, Dan, that's an old story, a few days old, actually about a week old now. So we have the president of the United States, Joe Biden, backing a boycott of a majority black city in the United States because he's not happy with those election laws down there. But then we have the same president of the United States, the State Department. When it comes to boycotting China, China, a country that tortures political prisoners, is trying to wipe out the Uyghurs and sterilize their entire population, where there are no elections at all because it's run by communists. Here's a story in CNBC by Amanda Macias. U.S. State Department backs away from the idea of a Beijing boycott in the Olympics. <laughs> can't have that. Can't, can't have that. Maybe we should have a fourth line at TSA, communists, regular check-in for all of us deplorable idiots, TSA from the people who go through the background check. Gosh, that was stupid. We have the illegal immigrant line. We should all get on because there's no security there. And fourth, we have the communist line for all the communists. I'm a communist. Don't worry. Communist, Biden's TSA. Don't worry. Go right ahead. No worries, buddy. We won't even ask you to jump on the illegal immigrant line because it could be a line. We're going to give you a separate line, like a diplomat line, when you come from overseas back into the United States. little dip line for you. Communists only. It's not that China's a threat or anything, you know. Georgia's a threat, definitely. I mean, Atlanta, huge threat. Gosh. Atlanta, it's, it's, it's total threat to the Republic. Biden's definitely boycott them. Here's an AP story. U.S. military cites the rising risk of the Chinese, uh, Chinese move against Taiwan. So we got a bunch of communists imprisoning Uyghurs, torturing their Muslim population, imprisoning political prisoners, uh, basically destroying one of the freest uh, places on earth, Hong Kong, um, in rapid time, uh, preparing for an attack on Taiwan that could cause a global war. But let's not boycott them. (laughs) Hell no. Let's boycott a majority black city, Atlanta. But yes, we don't live in a two-tiered society. Everything's on the level here, folks. That was a double flip. I got my notes for the Waters show here today. Filling it for Jesse. Want to see him? (laughs) Want to? can't. Then you have to watch the show. (laughs) I got a lot planned, though. There's going to be a debate section of the show. (laughs) Let's see how that goes. It's a little one-on-one. I love debates. All right, you know what? Let me get to my final sponsor. And then I've got uh, two stories on the way back. Because I want to leave you with some good news on Friday. There's a social media account I love, men posting their Ws. It's called men and their Ws. Like Ws, oh, what's that? No, no, they're wins. Like things men do that are that are really good and should be proud of. It's a cool social media account. Um, I use one of their things, actually, uh, on, a, on, a, on a show. But on Friday, once in a while, maybe we should do Friday, uh, Republicans, conservatives posting their Ws because we're all like, oh my gosh, it's been such a terrible year, and you're right. We lost elections. You know, Trump and uh, the election didn't work out our way. But there are some Ws, and I've got a few of them for you. Three good stories. Conservatives posting their W. Someone start that social media account. Put it on parlor. All right, our final sponsor today, Relief Ban. What would I do without Relief Ban? I would have been really sick. You know, I unfortunately went through the whole chemo drill. It sucked. Chemo is no good. Um, didn't really like it. Uh, not good. I, I gave it uh, zero stars on, uh, on, uh, online. Um, I think Yelp, I, I rated it very poor. <laughs> But it worked for me. But did you know that a third of Americans regularly suffer from nausea? So I'm excited about our partner Relief Band. This is my actual Relief Band. If you audio listeners, you hear it? That's mine. Relief Band's the number one FDA clear and anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, gives you all-natural relief with zero side effects for as long as needed. You just put it on, folks, on your wrist. Here's the power button here, and there's the uh, the uh, kind of like the button. you turn it up, the degree of it. I don't even need to use it that high. I just put it on, turn it on, my nausea goes away. The technology was developed over 20 years ago in hospitals to relieve nausea, but now through Relief Band, it's available to the masses. Relief Band it stimulates a nerve. You see that little piece there? That's what does it, it stimulates a nerve in the wrist. That travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach, telling you you're sick. It's really that simple. It's the only over-the-counter wearable device that's been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. Relief Band, it's where it's at. My wife uses it for migraines. Ensure nausea is never the reason to miss out on life's important events. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for Dan Bongino listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, we love promo codes, You'll get 20% off, plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So head to reliefband.com and use our promo code BONGINO for 20% off. That's reliefband.com, promo code BONGINO for 20% off. This baby works. Trust me. I needed it. Okay, before I get to the W's, because it is a Friday, and we have to start posting W's. I don't want to be depressed all the time. Neither should you, but we still live in the greatest country on Earth, even though it's being run now by a series of idiots. The great part about our country is we've overcome the idiots in the past. Hat tip, Bernie Kerik, former New York City police commissioner for this one, sent this over to me this morning. You know, Hunter Biden's doing a book tour right now, and he's again claiming and just about every interview that the laptop signed over to a Mac store by Hunter Biden with Hunter Biden's signature, billed to Hunter Biden with emails of Hunter Biden on it, pictures of Hunter Biden on it and dropped off, at least according to the Max uh, bookstore owner, uh, by Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's claiming, I didn't know it was my laptop. That's kind of weird, because Bernie sent this over this morning. I want you to see this. Check this out. If you're not watching the video, rumble.com slash Bongino. Check it out. I want you to notice something here. Here's the receipt we've shown. I have a hard copy here. Hold on. Did I throw these glasses? I did, right? Do you realize they wound up on the desk? Yeah. That is the crazy. I didn't even notice that. How did they not fall on the floor? His desk isn't even that big. I have the physical receipt here. See, I underlined it, but he was kind enough to throw it on camera. You'll notice right there that Hunter Biden's signature is on the receipt for the computer he dropped off at the Mac store with the very suspicious emails about, you know, Tony Bobolinsky sending money to the big guy. Uh, that's his actual signature, Hunter Biden. Now, Hunter Biden's claiming, that, hey, you know, I don't know who dropped off that Computer at the Mac store. I, I don't. Well, that, that looks like your signature, dude. It says "Build a Hunter Biden." Has your email and uh, phone number there? Like what? What the hell? So Bernie sent this over. This is really weird because that signature, if you look at it right there, looks awfully similar to the same signature on the 4473 used by Hunter Biden to get a firearm. Check this one out. Looks at weird looks like the exact same signature. Isn't that strange? Gosh, so the firearm, was that a forgery too? So we have emails of Hunter Biden, a firearm owned by Hunter Biden, on a form signed by Hunter Biden, on a laptop receipt signed by Hunter Biden, where all the receipts and signatures look the exact same, pictures of Hunter Biden, emails by Hunter Biden. And gosh, who could have possibly dropped off that Mac and bought that firearm? I don't know. Apparently anybody but Hunter Biden... And people believe this guy. It's my draw of gizmos people send. People send a lot of gizmos, do you know that? We've got gizmos out the wazoo. You wanna see some gizmos? Yeah, we got the Ren, this is the Stimpy gizmo. We've got the Ren gizmo. We've got (laughs) Scream Person gizmo. We've got another Sound Machine gizmo. What else we got? We got our fake cigars, police patch from a guy in Texas, real cigar, flags. This is a gizmo machine. We got gizmos everywhere. Cool. Gee, if you ever need gizmos, gee, you just go and take whatever gizmos you like. And of course, people send other gizmos, the gavel and everything. All right, let me get this because it's Friday again and it's time to start posting some Ws. Not saying things are going great and swimmingly and we should all sing Kumbaya and we're back to cutesy time. No negative. Cutesy time's over. I told you last week. But we don't need to be depressed all the time, too. Some good things are happening. Here, article in The Spectator. Be up at the newsletter today. American Spectator, David Kelts. Fans are tuning out on Woke Sports. Viewership is down across the board. But boardrooms still aren't listening. This is a great piece. We're doing it, folks. We're doing it. It's happening. I told you it wasn't going to happen overnight. With sports, I've said this for years. Ever since Colin Kaepernick decided it would be a good idea to take a dump on the national anthem and drop on a knee and disrespect their cops with his uh, depicting uh, cops as pig socks. Remember that, Colin Kaepernick, big social justice warrior. Remember that. And I said at the time, Joe, we've been covering this a long time. I said at the time, I said, folks, it's not going to happen right away it's going to take years for the damage to be done to the nfl and to major league sports and the damage has to be done because if they're going to crap on our country and us and contribute to the downfall of the united states we certainly aren't going to partake in it but i said to you at the time and i'll say again there is still going to be large swaths of sports fans that just can't get away. They have to watch the Yankees. They have to watch the Giants. They have to watch the Raiders. They have to watch the New York Rangers. Hockey's kind of been left out a bit, but you get the point. They have to watch. They won't get away. But let's say, I'm just throwing a number out there. Let's say 20% of people tune out. I'm one of them. I used to watch football religiously. I used to go to what, Treaton and Smith's and stuff, watch the draft. Go to, I mean, I was, ask my wife, I was obsessed with it. I'd have 20 different draft guides out there. I was obsessed with the NFL. I could tell you the offensive line for the Raiders probably every year from 1990 to 2000. Probably until Rich Gannon or so. And then I started to lose interest a little bit. I don't watch the NFL anymore. Or baseball. Or any other woke sport. I'm not kidding. It never goes on in my house. Once in a blue moon, for news purposes, I'll have to watch 60 Minutes to see what's going on. And on a Sunday, I'll tune in to 60 Minutes early, even though it's a liberal show. I got to watch what they're saying. And I'll catch the end of a game just as it's ending. That's it. I learned football from my mom. I lived with my mom. I didn't grow up with my dad. Love My dad's great guy, but they were divorced. Whatever. It's not a sob story. But my mom loved football. Loved football. Like, huge. It was on every Sunday. That's how I learned about football. That's how I learned to love it. My kids will never experience that. They've never seen football in my house. I mean, they know what it is. They're not stupid. They don't care about it. They're not interested in it. They've never developed any emotional bond with the players, the athletes, the coaches, the teams. Nothing. It means nothing to them. This is where the damage is going to be done. It's not today. It's not tomorrow. But if you're in the NFL, the MLB, and you think you're keeping a few blue check marks happy on Twitter by pissing on all of the United States, crapping on our national anthem, and pledging allegiance to social justice warriors, you watch. Your sport will be, uh, will be followed like uh, they, they follow uh, bar darts soon. Bar, bar, I love bar darts, actually. It's actually more entertaining than some of the stuff I watch. It's going to happen. Posting W's. So that's W number one. You're tuning out. Keep it up. Number two. Folks, I know it's a really blood red state, but again, here we go. A win. Wyoming Republican Governor Gordon signs bill requiring photo ID to vote. There's another one. Wyoming follows a slew of other states such as Georgia and requiring photo ID to vote. We're going to get some good voter integrity measures done in Texas, too. It's getting cleaned up. Is it happening at a rapid pace? No, it's happening at a glacial pace. But is it happening? Yes. We are finally starting to clean up elections. I know it's not enough. I get it. But I'm not going to be Debbie Downer all the time. It is happening slowly. Texas could become a swing state in the future. The fact that they've implemented voter integrity measures just put a huge monkey wrench in the Democrats' plans to screw up elections there, too. It's happening. Finally, here's the third story. Again, these will all be in the newsletter. Epic Times, Jack Phillips. Election fraud prosecutions at an all-time high, according to the Texas Attorney General's Office. Is it enough? It's never enough. The fight's never over. We could celebrate these stories now. Right after the show's over, the fight starts again. But people are being prosecuted for election fraud. The word does get out. Ladies and gentlemen, criminals talk. Nobody wants to go to jail. I'm sorry. Anyone telling you that is lying. They don't. The word is getting out that it's becoming increasingly difficult to cheat. Not impossible, not even close to impossible. I believe we saw rampant cheating in the last election. But the prosecutions are ramping up. And voter ID and voter implementation, voter integrity, excuse me, voter integrity measures are being implemented around the country. It's a small win. In a big, huge fight, and there is a ton of work to be done, but we should post their Ws once in a while. All right, I want to wrap up the show today. Uh, I saw this yesterday. It's, uh, it's a it's an older clip from around I believe 2018 or 2019, but I saw it on uh, Tyler from the Blaze, who uh, I used to work over at CRTV over there. So uh, I was following on social media yesterday, and you know, again, it's Friday, and I wanted to leave you with some a refreshing, spirit-enhancing piece of video. And I mean it in every sense of the word. You know, some of you are religious, some of you aren't, but grace and forgiveness are really powerful. This is just a snippet of a video of uh, Brant uh, John, Bontham John's brother. Who's Bontham John? He was He was killed by Amber Geiger. Uh, she came home. She entered the wrong apartment. It wasn't hers. She saw Botham John in his apartment. She thought it was hers. Um, there was an incident. Uh, she was killed, Botham John, by, this, uh, by A- Amber Geiger, who I believe is serving 10 years uh, for, the, for this act. So during the trial, some of you may have seen this. Some of you, this may be the first time. This is the brother, Brandt. And Brandt is on the stand. And I guess everybody in the courtroom is expecting him to lace into Amber Geiger who had um, you know, killed his brother. But that's not what happened. Now the clip is four minutes long. I don't have four minutes to play the entire thing. So I had to cut it in half. But this is one of those Friday, okay, I'm not crying. You're crying moments. Because again, everybody's expecting him to lace into this woman. But that's not what happened. Check this out.
0: I want the best for you. Because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. That's, I'm not gonna say anything else. I think giving your life to Christ would be the best thing that both of them would want you to do. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you? I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Please? Yes.
1: that one gets me every time I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to watch the entire, it's about four, little over four minutes. And you want to talk about an act of extraordinary personal courage, grace, to be able to forgive someone who did that to a member of your family. And I, I don't know if you heard in the middle where you asked the judge, can I give her a hug? And I, I think the judge doesn't know what to do. I think the judge is one, probably emotional or, or I don't know if it's a he or a her, you can't see in the video. I encourage you to watch the video on my rumble too. It's even more powerful, but you can see, uh, I think it's a, she, she hesitates for a second. I don't know if she's thinking to herself, what am I supposed to do here? She says, yes. And it's just the forgiveness there. So I don't know what Brant's up to these days. I heard he's in college, but uh, I'm, I'm, I've heard also that he doesn't like to talk about it that much, but I under, I understand. But I just want to salute him. Just what an incredible act of grace. We all need to see something like that on Friday. That's a real W for all of us. I can only emulate that and be more forgiving myself. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been a really busy week. I hope that, uh, again, that's one of those, I'm not crying, you're crying moments. Who's got the onions? Uh, it's hard to watch that one without uh, without tearing up. Uh, my new radio show starts May 24th. Thank you for all of the emails. All of the, the feedback on the show, it hasn't even started yet, has been phenomenal. We are getting requests from radio stations across the country. Keep it up. Email, call, tweet, parlay, Facebook, whatever it may be, to your radio station. Ask them if they're going to carry the show. It'll be 12 noon Eastern time to 3 p.m. every day. Nothing's happening to the podcast. Don't worry. We're going to do both. I don't mind it. Um, it's actually fun. We'll be able to take callers, do guests live. So you can call in the show now. Call your local stations. Uh, ask them if they're going to carry the Dan Bongino show. We appreciate it. And I will, don't forget Waters, that I, uh, Saturday night, 7, uh, 8 o'clock, excuse me, 8 p.m. Saturday night, I'll be filling in for Jesse. Don't miss the show. See you next week.
0: Good day, sir!
1: You just heard Dan Bongino.